This is Life to the Full with Martha Hackett. Today's episode is called, I Love Music. So because you're currently involved in a project that requires listening to music, you get to go down a fresh path of musical discovery. You know how much music impacts you, the songs you feel. The ones that make you sad, make you happy, encourage you. You like how certain tunes, melodies, rhythm, instruments, and vocals impact your mood. You know the music you like, the music you don't like, and the music you're okay with. You read this article on northshore.org called Health Benefits of Music. It suggests that music has benefits for your health and well-being. Here's a few. When music is played, it can lower blood pressure. That's a good thing. Music can also lift your mood. You have experienced this. Music reduces stress. That's pretty cool. This one was interesting. Music can help people eat less. The article stated that playing soft music in the background and dimming the lights during a meal can help people slow down while eating and ultimately consume less food in one sitting. Let's see if that works. Of course, there's many more benefits, but how do you use music to improve your well-being? You begin to think about and listen to some of the songs you grew up with as a kid. Some of it was actually your mother's music. You realize that you really didn't know at the time what the song was about. You listen now with new ears. You're reminded of the fact that you have a really good friend, Ovala Hebb Davison, who is the sister of the late Bobby Hebb, who, during a really dark time, wrote a very popular and very uplifting song called Sunny. You had known this tune as long as you could remember. Even before you and Ovala became friends, you had heard it in elevators, on TV commercials, just everywhere. You recently became aware that the song is one of the most re-recorded songs in history and has been covered by many famous artists like Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, Boney M, Cher, Frank Sinatra, TLC, Billie Eilish, just to name a few. You're also intrigued to learn that the song Sunny was recorded in many different languages and genres, such as Latin, jazz, psychedelic, disco, classic soul, and a lot more. It dawns on you to ask your close friend Ovala to give you the real scoop on her brother and the phenomenon of the famous song Sunny as seen through her eyes. My name is Ovala Hebb Davidson, and uh, Bobby is my brother. He uh, was five years older than me. We were born in Nashville, Tennessee, country music, USA. As a family, we were all musically inclined. Uh, our parents were blind, and they taught us music as little kids. We all sung together as a family. Uh, we sung gospel music 
in um, all over Nashville, Tennessee, and Middle Tennessee as a family. And then as a young boy, Bobby broke away and he sung with Roy Acuff and the Smoky Mountain Boys, which was uh, country western. And uh, he appeared at the Ryan Auditorium every Saturday afternoon, which was at that time the Grand Ole Opry. And uh, we were very proud of Bobby's background and he's always been active. He tap danced, he played spoons. Then he learned to play the trumpet and uh, he was in the marching band in school. We all had to learn music. We all had to sing. We had to sing in harmony. We had to learn all different forms of music, not just gospel music because our parents were blind and they believed in us being taught well. So that's basically our background. Upcoming is part two of the amazing interview with Ovala Hebb, sister of Bobby Hebb, which provides more insight with her most interesting up-close and personal stories. Bobby and I became really close when he went into the Navy. When he came out, he had picked up the guitar and, and he played guitar. The first record he recorded was called Night Train to Memphis. I had older friends. They were seniors in high school. We all went to Cameron High School. So the three of us sung background with Bobby. We uh, still keep in touch with each other today. He started traveling with a group called the Settling and Wilson Shows, which played in the fairs, you know, the carnivals, and you know, he was traveling with them, and I would write him general delivery to the next town that he would be in, and he would pick his mail up. I had a dream, and I dreamed that he would be very successful. I dreamed that I was in New York, and I was going to buy some sheet music, and I was at the music store, and they had this huge display, and it had this big picture of him. It had Bobby Hebb, number one song in the world. So this is love. <laughs> so I wrote him and I told him about that dream. He wrote me back, he said, Clebad, I'm gonna make sure that dream comes true. The thing was, it was the song that he wanted to come true. He wrote the song, So This Is Love, but it didn't make it. He had a habit of writing songs and sending them home and had everybody's name on sheet music. So he wrote this song called Sonny and he had my name on it and he sent it to me and he thought about our brother Harold. Our brother Harold had recently had been killed and he thought about him and watching the sun and thinking about Harold, he was just inspired and just started writing. Well, at that particular time, I was doing background singing behind different artists in Nashville because he had started me doing background singing. I couldn't get it together to record Sonny, but it wasn't meant for me to record Sonny. I didn't understand that at that time, you know. So he called me one day and he said, well, Cleveland, what did you do with Sonny? And I said, oh, it's on the shelf collecting dust. And we laughed about it. He said, well, good, he said, because it's gonna make me a rich man, I just recorded it. And I said, oh, that is so wonderful. 
three months later, he was on TV. He was in the magazines. He was everywhere you look, you could see Bobby Hebb, Sonny, Bobby Hebb, Sonny. This was in 1966. I was very proud of my brother. <laughs> This is Life to the Full with Martha Hackett. Hope you're enjoying today's episode called I Love Music. Here's the final part of the great interview with Olala Hebb, sister of Bobby Hebb, who has generously shared so much about her brother's musical journey. did their final tour in the United States. He was one of the opening numbers. I have pictures. This picture was taken in uh, 2005, and that was the last time Bobby appeared at the Grand Ole Opry. And uh, he was presented a certificate of Sonny being played uh, six million times on the radio from BMI. He passed in 2010, and they're still recording Sonny. The last time he sung at the Grand Ole Opry, Old Country Western Song, by the time he got it, he said how many times, and by the time he got times out, he had a standing ovation. I mean, the whole place just went wild. And I was just, I was just, this is my brother. <laughs> I'm watching my brother perform at the Grand Ole Opry, and they are responding to him like this. Never in my life I dreamed that I would see him spark like that. I mean, it was just something. And then, I mean, we were behind stage, my sisters and I. <laughs> we could see all of the audience. I mean, they just went buck wild. He was very modest person. He never gloated or I'm this and I'm that and I'm all of that. He was always body. I wanted to call him my little brother because he was shorter than me. <laughs> my little great-grandchildren, they sing Sonny and my little great-grandson is learning to play Sonny on the guitar and he's only seven years old. So the legacy still goes on, you know, it still goes on. What a great interview. Thank you so much, Ovala Heb Davidson. Hope your musical experience has been enhanced by the content of today's episode on Life to the Fool with Martha Hackett. And thinking more about the potential impact of music in your life, maybe you'll become more intentional when you're creating your next playlist.